Welcome to the Byron and Pace podcast. You've tuned in to Sandstone Stories. Take a seat, and they'll be with you shortly. Welcome back to the Byron and Pace podcast. Oh my god, it's so good to be back. It's good to be back. I'm so hyped. Look, I'm not going to lie. It's getting harder to find stories. <laughs> it is getting harder to find stories. I've got four stories. Yeah. I think they're all pretty good. Okay. But I am struggling. So for any listeners out there, send us in your stories. Yeah. Make sure and, they're good. And like, send us some true stories as well. Oh, we got, I, get, I get some true ones. You get some true ones? Yeah, I, get, I get a mix. But like, I just get some absolute, like just, you wouldn't even blink an eye if someone said at a party. Right. It's like, these need to be like the top of the top, the best stories we yeah. can find. Not just, oh, I heard the story about this. I had one that was like, um, who's, who plays Twilight? The man going Twilight. Robert Pattinson or no, the girl. Kristen Yeah, Kristen Stewart? Dunst. Like, Kristen did you know Stewart. she got caught illegally peeing? I was like, <laughs> bro, I don't care. That's not good enough. It's not going to make the cut. I'm sorry. Well, I appreciate you reaching out. Sometimes, just, they're, sometimes they're good as just idea starters. And then yeah, you can that's, true. that's true. Um, that well, being said, I've got a few fan submissions today. I would like to raise a toast to all the fan submissions, the good mm. ones and the bad ones. And the bad ones. Appreciate you guys. Mmm. We're on the Jamison today. Yeah. Always a pleasure. Alrighty, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. What do we start with? What do I start with? Make right, it a good let's start one. with this one. Alright. So did you know Captain America is real? Okay. So the iconic the iconic comic book Marvel character, Captain America, is actually based on a real person. Mm-hmm. In World War II, an American man named John MacArthur was a soldier who reportedly disappeared from his camp for a total of 75 days. After he returned, he claimed he was frozen in ice, just like <laughs> Captain America. Yeah. None of his fellow soldiers believed him, however. After his... After his return, he had a total of 183 confirmed kills and reports of super strength. It was claimed that he appeared to not have weathered or aged until the day he died in battle in 1941. Due to the fact that many of these facts could not be proven and many people simply (laughs) think he was a soldier with a big ego, this story is relatively unknown. However, creators Jack Kirby and Joe Simon, not Stan Lee, discovered this story and used it as inspiration to create the character we all know and love today. Okay, I... So does this person exist? Yes. And is Captain America based off this person? Um, I reckon it's bullshit. I reckon it's bullshit? Yeah. It is completely bullshit. Yes. He's done well. Yes. Fan submission from Zach Rourke. Sorry, right, mate. Zach. You couldn't get him. You tried. It was... And I had to adjust that as well. Yeah, I, yeah. I had my own little flavor. It was just a bit too like tame. Yeah. If you'd have gone harder on it, I reckon I might have bought it, mm. but... It felt a bit sort of weak. Like my delivery? No, like the story. Okay, yeah. If the story was a bit like more, I don't know. I don't know. Something about it felt wrong. I thought I might be able to get you on the non-tameness. Just be like, yeah. so this just comes, it's this little story that they took with and they ran with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminds me of the James Bond thing. Right. How Christopher, uh, Christopher Lee was supposedly right. the original James Bond. Anyway, yeah. all right. No, nice try, at, Zach. Good at, yeah, good effort, Zach. Did you know that the movie Cars was banned in China for being too successful? No, what? All right. So in 2006, the Cars franchise from Pixar made $560 million, 25% of that coming from China. Wow. People from China loved the movie so much that it tanked the profits of a long-running Chinese TV show, Kuai Chu, or Fast Cars, falling by 40% (laughs) that year due to lower viewer numbers and merchandising. Oh, my God. Being part of the state-owned production company, ironically named CCTV, or China Central Television, they banned the American movie, and to this day, there's a very profitable black market of Cars merchandise in China. Wow. Yeah. It's got to be true. It's false. Oh, there's going to be an element of truth to it. It's Joko Alva fan submission and there's no truth to it. How did he make that up? 
He's a genius. That's, I mean, I embellished it a little bit, that's but a phenomenal like yeah. concepts. Yeah, how to good? Make up. Like, I don't know where that idea came what from. What a hero! What an absolute that's hero! That's a really good bullshit story. Like, yeah. I never, I would have assumed that was true. Like, yes, especially because it's like we don't know what happens in China. So, who am I to be right? Like, yeah, I don't exactly. Know, that story is probably made up. Literally, as, but, no, no, that um shows TV show is probably made up. But oh yeah, it was. But then I was gonna say like, what, what would why would cars affect a forty percent decrease in another TV show? It's just a movie. Yeah, exactly. So, and- nah, well played. Well played. <laughs> Welcome to Team Pace, Joko. Well played. I'll see you next week. That was, yeah, very well played. Yes! Nice, All right. Nice. All right, what do we got here? This is a bit of a, a darker one. Mm. So this famous movie director married his own daughter. Okay. Ooh. So Woody Allen, yeah, you know Woody Allen, yeah. was partnered with Mia Farrow, who had an adopted daughter called Sun Yi Previn. Okay. This relationship didn't last, and unfortunately the two broke up. But many years later, in 1997, Alan actually ended up marrying Sun Lee mm. Pevin, and they are still together today. Nah. Technically, Woody Allen married his stepdaughter. Sun Yi wasn't an, his own adopted daughter. Yeah. She was adopted daughter of his long-term girlfriend, Mia Farrow. Uh-huh. Under common law, based on the length and nature of the relationship between Mia and Alan, they could be regarded as common law spouse. Uh, uh, this is gross either way. Um, is it, but is it true? It's so fucking vague. No, it's so it's so weird that mm, I want to say it's true because it's but so. Woody Allen is known for doing like weird. He just have the best reputation. Like it's I think so I th- out there that I reckon it's true. I think he was involved with um Weinstein. Right. In some way. Okay. Another. All right. Then it's true. You think it's true? Yeah. It is true. Oh, that's so fucked. <laughs> I love you. Were like you. Were like, yeah. Oh. I don't even want to celebrate that. No. Yeah. It's um. Oh. I don't know. And. Obviously, she's okay with it. She's been married for him for like 23 years or 25 right, years now. Okay. But, Who might have judged? But I, I guess <laughs> there is the, the element of grooming and a father weird, figure yeah. sort of. Yeah. It's a bit off, in my opinion. Just a little bit. But, you know, again, who are we to judge? <laughs> so We're buying a pace, baby. Yeah, we're buying a pace. All this right. It's a judge-free zone. All right. Here's a topical one for you. Did you know the real reason Mardi Gras became the biggest queer festival in the world? No. Okay. It was an old pagan celebration of fertility that lasted five days, during which the wives of men who were struggling to conceive a child were given a free pass to sleep with other men in the village in an attempt to fall pregnant. Infertility rates infertility was not uncommon throughout history, and this was a way to ensure that birth rates were high. By sleeping with several men, it was impossible to prove the father, and therefore the husband could claim the child without con- contest. This was then chosen as a day to celebrate queer pride as a form of protest because the inability to conceive has been used as a common argument against gay rights throughout history. Bull fucking shit. It's actually bullshit. I knew it. I knew it. There's no <laughs> way that was real. I was like, come on. There's no... That- all right. All right. Fine. Do you want to know the real story? I would love to. Okay. So it's actually... Mardi Gras is actually French for Fat Tuesday. Okay. And it comes from the Catholic tradition of using up all the fats in the home before the beginning of fasting and abstinence for Lent, which begins on Ash Wednesday the next day. Right. So, like, you use up all the fat in your house so that then you can, like, st- like fast and right. starve yourself for the yeah. next however many days. That's why I say, like, if you're going, like, people who go in the wilderness that are a bit fatter, they yeah. survive longer. Yeah. Because I've got so, all that stored. Fat Tuesday. That's a real Mardi Gras story? Yeah, that is actually. That's kind of disappointing. <laughs> That's Sorry, actually really, man. yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a really cool attempt. Yeah. I think it was just like, fuck, calm down. What, what, what didn't... Was we, it you who did it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were, were you inspired by, we've been watching Vikings? Is that where you got the inspiration? Yeah, maybe actually, yeah. maybe. The new Vikings is going hard. As soon as you said Pagan, I was like, nah, it's bullshit. Ah, fuck. I don't know. Like, what is that? Ah, uh, Delivery. 
we so we recorded in our front room, and some, someone just knocked on the front door. Hey mate, thanks for Oh, is it our Manscape stuff? Amazon Prime. Uh, I don't think so. Damn it. Damn. All right. Well, excuse the interruption. Thank God we weren't in the middle of a story. Yeah, I know. Good timing, actually. Yeah. Um, I was just ripping apart your, your shitty Mardi Gras story. No, it was a good one, man. No, I liked it. And I, I like the concept of that. Yeah. It just seems like... Like, to keep birth rates high in order for, to, like, make sure you have men of fighting age and, like, women and, you know, a good but population. I don't think birth rates was an issue back then. You don't know, man. You don't I don't know. think it was. Pe- people had, like... I think they probably got, they probably got pregnant, like, at 16. Yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> no, it was a good attempt. It was a good attempt. Um, oh, this is the one that I didn't tell you when I was with your, your girlfriend. Okay. Least, to give yeah. context of listeners. Uh, the secret psychology trick supermarkets use to make you spend more money. Okay. So if you're ever going along, you, we all know supermarkets use psychology yeah. all around. They have food that's lower, that kids will be more likely to grab. They yeah. have food at the aisle, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. However, one that blew my mind uh-huh. is when you're going past the stuff they want you to buy, the expensive stuff, mm. when you're going along the grocery store, there's tiles. Yeah. And when you're pushing a trolley, you feel the beat and the rhythm of the tile as you're moving. Okay. So what they do is to get you to slow down, they put the tiles closer together. Mm. So you start to feel like as you're going, you, you feel the beat get faster and faster. So you naturally slow down and start looking at the food that's here. Nah, no way. No you're way. <laughs> no way. Oh my God. All right. So you, so it feels like you're going too fast or, or it like slows down the trolley or both. It feels like you're going faster. So you naturally slow down. Oh. <sighs> But you're not. It's just the tiles are closer together. I want this to be true so badly. I reckon it's bullshit, but I, I want it to be true. It's true. No, fuck it. It's hell. true. Oh, God. It's true. That's I saw so it on wild. that quiz show. You know, the British quiz show? Yeah. I saw it on there, on a TikTok or something. No way. And I was like, no way. That's insane. That's all, that's all I'm going to be able to see when I go into supermarkets. Well, now. I mean, not all supermarkets have it. And I think this is more American. Like, I was looking at Woolworths. Yeah. I couldn't see any, yeah. anything there. Yeah. Um, but but it's a there's thing. a lot of selling and psychology going on in supermarkets. Do you reckon they, do you reckon they, because every fucking trolley has a dud wheel. Do you reckon they deliberately leave them like shonky so that you're like struggling around? And I don't you know. To, like, look up and stuff. You, who knows? But I mean, like Woolworths and Coles, both the first thing you walk into is the bakery. 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 Which is because it smells, smells nice. And so you immediately walk in, you see the bakery, yeah. the fresh vegetables. Yep. And that's like all psychology. Like it's such a big part of supermarkets. Yeah. So. But that was the best one, in my opinion. Yeah, that's brilliant. Okay. Thank you for that. That's a, that's a good fact. All right. Did you know that Ozzy Osbourne once bit the head off a bat while performing on stage? Okay. Yep. I'm just trying to imagine this. Visualize On January this. 20th, 1982, Osborne was playing a concert in Iowa. A teenager had brought a dead bat with him to the show and threw it on stage. Why? Ozzy <laughs> thought it was... Ozzy saw the carcass on stage and thought it was a rubber toy, and he picked it up and bit the head off. And in his memoir, he says, My mouth was instantly full of warm, gloopy liquid. It was the worst aftertaste you could ever imagine. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. I'm going to gag. Imagine the head would be like crunch... So rotten, so rotten. Oh, I mean, there's so many things to unpack. Here. <laughs> I'm going to go true. Yeah, it's true. I can't see you making that up. Yeah, like, yeah. that's such a niche. Mm. Um, yeah, oh, that's nasty. That's nasty. But even pretty rock and roll. Even if, yeah, even if it was rubber. <laughs> what was he thinking? Like, yeah, true. I I went to a Marilyn. I saw a Marilyn Manson live once. Um, I know he's been cancelled now, but this was before then. Uh, and Disclaimer. <laughs> he like he like had a he had like a glass bottle on stage and, and he smashed it and then he like cut his hand open, right? And he was like licking it so and like licking he, the glass. Do they reckon they're on drugs? 
the high of performing, just like, like being outrageous. But it's pretty fun. Everyone was like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it gets to the point where you're like, oh, it's yeah, actually going to be kind of gross. Yeah. Quite dangerous. Mm. All right, anyways, on, uh, on theme of everything that's happening right now. Oh, yeah. This is the most tragic, hmm. the most tragic British war story. Oh, okay. Henry Tandy was the most decorated British soldier during World War I. He had okay. the most amount of medals, but this has nothing to do with this story. All right. At the end of the day in 1918, Henry was scanning the misty battlefield before the end of the day. Suddenly he noticed a figure off in the distance. He immediately raised his gun and started walking towards the figure. Mm-hmm. As the figure got closer, he recognised it as a German soldier. Tandy put his finger on the trigger, but as the soldier looked up at him, he realised the man was injured and could not fight back. Right. So Tandy lowered his weapon. The German soldier realised he was in the crosshairs. He nodded thanks to his potential slayer, then scurried away. Nice. The German soldier was Adolf Hitler, then 29 no. years old. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. Or am I making it up? Oh, no. Nah, this has to be bullshit. I would have heard this story. Completely true. Oh, Completely no. true. I've got more. Oh. Here's part two. No. Part two. In 1938, so no. what, like 20 years later, yeah, yeah, yeah. British Prime Minister Neville Chamberlain visited Hitler in Germany to sign the Munich Agreement, uh-huh. conceding parts of Czechoslovakia to Germany, the first a pass the first appeasement on the path to global war. Yep. During the meeting, Chamberlain noticed a reproduction of the painting Menine Crossroads by Italian artist, whatever name, yeah. depicted here. The painting shows a British soldier carrying a wounded man across his back. The soldier is Tandy. Tandy's unit, the Green Howards, had given the painting to a German. Hitler told, oh, to, to Hitler. Yeah. Hitler told Chamberlain the man in the painting had spared his life. Quote, that man came so close to killing me in 1918 that I thought I would never see Germany again, Hitler oh said. Oh, my God. Hitler asked Chamberlain to thank Tandy on his behalf. Chamberlain placed a call to London and ended up speaking to Tandy's nephew. However, the story cannot be 100% certified as true. Yeah. This is, but this has all been hearsay or whatever. Yeah. They can't actually confirm if that was Hitler on the battlefield and that was Tandy at that exact moment. Right, right. But But if Tandy says it happened and Hitler says it happened, it feels like there's enough moving parts to, (sighs) to have that. And Tandy has, and do you know what the crazy, the other crazy part is? Yeah. Um, someone wrote a book called The Man Who Could Have Killed The Man Who Could Have Killed Hitler. killed Hitler or whatever. Something yeah. like that. And it's a whole book about Tandy. Oh my god. And he's actually spoken out. He said, I don't regret not killing him. However, yeah. had I known the atrocities he would bring, I would trade ten years of my life to go back and just yeah, yeah, have an course. extra ten seconds. So Oh my God. The sad part is he was one of the most decorated British soldiers in World War One and he's more known for the man who didn't kill Hitler than he is for his achievements. Oh, there's there's nothing happy about that story. There's no there's no angle in which that's not a tragedy. Good story, though. Fuck, that's a good story. Good story. Fuck, that's a good story. Is that a submission? That was me. Uh, well, I'm not. I found it. <laughs> I made it up. <laughs> Shit, nice one. Uh, um. All right. That's. I think we're done with factor cap. You want one more? You've got three stories. Three stories. All right. Moving I've on. Got, then. <laughs> I've got. All right. I got a fast submission. All right. Just do it. Just do it. Ella Gulen. <laughs> Did you know that if you tap on a wall in the same place enough times, there is a one in a trillion chance that your hand will go through the wall? <laughs> this is because there is a minute, very small chance right. that the atoms and molecules in your hand will line up perfectly with the atoms and molecules in the wall, meaning yeah. your hand will go through the wall and become part of the wall. I believe it. This is, isn't this a theory? It's like a quantum theory. So, I- so this was submitted as a true story, but it's complete horseshit. I saw something on TikTok of bird poo 
that landed on a windshield but was on the inside of the windshield. No. And everyone was talking about it. there's like a one in a something chance. They were saying, I had no idea what it meant. They were saying it's quantum whatever. They were saying there is a, a like a, a minuscule chance that like atoms can do that, as you mentioned. What is it, quantum fusion? <sighs> I have no idea. But there's enough people in the comments who are talking about it. But again, don't take... So hold on, hold TikTok. on. Give me one second. I'll actually find it because um, I, I was... It's called quantum tunneling. Okay. It's called quantum tunneling. And they said that if you combine all the particles in the in the universe and made them basketballs and walls and you bounce them against and you bounce them against Infinitely. each other f- forever, there's the probability of that happening is zero. All oh, right. Yeah. Okay, so it's impossible. I mean, I'm not a scientist. I'm, yeah. I'm about as far as you can get from someone who could actually talk about this with any like knowledge. Yeah. But it's bullshit. Interesting. Interesting. But they still got you. Only because I'd seen it spoken about before. Right. And, and they because, said it was a true story as well. well so. And because the one in the trillion. Yeah. It's, like it's, it's almost bullshit. It's a number that doesn't make any sense yeah, to us. We can't comprehend it. Yeah. Nice. All right. We're doing dad jokes. Oh, yeah. All right, well, I got four. Okay. You ready? Just, I'm just preparing right, my, yes, comedic, so my comedic genius. Ooh. All, right, All right. Here we go. Take it away. So. All right. And this is true, by the way. The man who invented Velcro recently just died. Uh-huh. Rip. Mm. <laughs> is it true? No. <laughs> I just wanted to try and get you. Nice. Okay. A Mexican magician said he will disappear on the count of three. And he says, uno, dos. He disappeared without a trace. <laughs> without a trace. <laughs> You love your Mexican jokes. <laughs> I know. My last one was a Mexican yeah, joke. Yeah. Hispanic That's attack. That's a good one. Yeah, Hispanic attack. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Where does Napoleon keep his armies? I don't know. Up his sleeveys. No. Oh. <laughs> That's good, actually. Good one. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Up his sleeveys. That's good. Oh, Byron. I've always had a problem with hedgehogs. Why can't they just share the hedge? Share the head? I don't get it. Hedgehogs? That's so bad. <laughs> I, thought there was more, I, thought, I thought there was more to it. I was like, am I just not getting it yet? Oh, oh the Jesus. delivery was perfect. <laughs> it's just, you're just not quick enough to pick up on them. It's fine. No, it's it's fine. Um, I can give you the cause of anaphylactic. I can give you the cause of anaphylactic shock, if you like. Uh, okay, yeah, go on. In a nutshell. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay did you hear um a cement mixer collided with a prison van and locals have been asked to um, be on the lookout for 16 hardened criminals, <laughs> hardened criminals. <laughs> yeah that's good that's good that's that's one of your best ones i think uh, uh what does a robot <laughs> what does a robot do after sex i don't know he nuts and bolts Mmm, not very good. Not very good. That's but, a good one. But it makes sense. What did the pirate say when he turned 80 years old? I matey. <laughs> <laughs> nice. They were good ones. They were good ones. They are very good ones. I <laughs> <Hey>, matey. <laughs> I was like, Arr. I was thinking, nah, that's good. Good ones. <sighs> I got one more. Oh, you got one more. Yes. Yeah. This is my stepladder. I never knew my real ladder. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> God, I could see that coming from a mile away. Oh, dear. They're getting worse. They're getting worse. <laughs> would you rather? All right. Would you rather? Hit me. 
All right, play the jingle. Would you rather, would you rather not? Yeah, no, no, no. Would you rather be infamous in history books or be forgotten after your death? Ooh. Ooh. Because like... Infamous in history books. At least they're talking about me, yeah. If you're forgotten, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. This is like, to clarify, infamous means famous for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Like Hitler. Hitler is famous. He's infamous. Ah, but that could have a ripple on effect for my children and like my family. That's true. I'd, I'd, no. That's such a good point. Yeah. If we're talking purely like selfishly, yes. But but then if if you have a family, if there's anyone else that could be affected, then no. And also take value in your, you know, I guess reputation, your lineage. There's no reputation if you've forgotten. I mean, you've forgotten in history books, but like your family and friends will still know you and stuff. Do you care about, um, or do you think about the idea of legacy? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Gary Vee talks about that all the time. He's always like, that's like his biggest thing, building a legacy. What do you think it is? Like what, what is the desire to be remembered after you die? Is that, is that like pursuing immortality? <laughs> it is interesting. It is interesting. The desire to be remembered after you die. Mm. I guess it gives you a level of significance. Yeah. If people remember you after your death, and that's the number one thing humans crave, significance. Yeah. yeah. Maybe there's like a, a part of that in it. I don't know. All right. Well, I promise never to forget you after I bury you. You think I'm going to die first? Yeah, I reckon. Fair enough. Um, would you rather have $300,000 or dinner with Jay-Z? $300,000. Yeah. I just, if it was someone else, yeah. as soon as you said, I'll have dinner, I was going to say dinner, but then he said Jay-Z and I'm not the biggest Jay-Z fan. That being said, I know he's a, a ripper businessman. And he's, and he's got like, like one of the biggest cultural icons in the world. And he's very well connected. Yeah. You know what? I'm, that's a dumb thing. Yeah. Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Just because I know what I've built, I can leverage that and probably make more than 300K in, yeah. the, in the long run. Vlog it. Yeah, vlog it. <laughs> I mean, there's heaps you could do. Yeah. I would definitely choose other people over Jay-Z though. Sure, but that's, yeah, why it's an interesting question because it's a bit obscure. Mm. That's um, if you could have dinner with any three people, dead or alive, who would it be? It's quite a popular uh, question. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I need to. I oh, fuck. Alexander the Great. Yeah, just because nice. he conquered so much yeah. of the world by the time he was like thirty. Do you know what one of mine was going to be? What Julius Caesar? Yeah, same same kind of same thing. vibe. <laughs> so like Alexander the Great for sure. Um, oh, there's so many man. You'd have to do dead, wouldn't you? Yeah. Ignoring alive people. Yeah. I'm fascinated by it. And like, you have to do like an Egyptian or something, wouldn't you? Like Cleopatra. Yeah, uh, Cleopatra would be- How did you make the pyramids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Explain to me. (laughs) Cleopatra is super interesting because she's like so significant. But also it's interesting because- Egypt Egypt was like- like, She's she's such an interesting character. Yeah, yeah. but they were the second longest running civilization in human history. Yeah. So they were like thousands of years- so Alexander the Great, Cleopatra, and then I think it would be amazing to to uh, have to be around Einstein just Einstein to just to talk good, to him. Yeah. Like I don't know because he because he's not that far away. He'd be relatable yeah. enough, but but also just seeing his reaction to what we've come up with. Yeah, like we would be teaching Einstein things, and we're just two fucking drop kicks. Yeah, but just through the knowledge that we've accumulated by being in the modern world. Yeah, we would know more. Not know more than him, but we well we would know more than him. Wouldn't He'd it be, be smarter than us, but we would know more. Wouldn't it be him. amazing if there were like a few like things that he forgot to write, like never wrote down, yeah, like yeah. or like he had some thoughts before he died that would never came out. It's a good one though. We could yeah. do a whole episode on that. Who are the most significant people that you'd love to meet? Yeah, we could, but we probably won't. No, we probably won't. <laughs> All right, here we go. 
Would you rather be able to run 200 miles an hour uh-huh. or fly 20 miles an hour? Ooh, fly. You reckon? Yeah, for sure. But you, you're on the road at 200 miles an hour. Yeah, but you can hour. fly everywhere. You can fly anywhere. You can always, like... Slowly. You can run anywhere that isn't across the sea. Yeah, but can you... You can run to Melbourne. I guess, I bet you have to maintain... That's a lot of energy. Let's, let's assume that you don't... You can just run and you can just fly. Yeah. Without expending, like... Fatigue or whatever. Yeah. I think flying, because... I know what it's like to run. Sure, That's you'd true. be faster, but I know what it's like to be in a car going 200 kilometers an hour. No, miles. Like 200 miles. All right, it's terrifying, but still, like, yeah. it's within the realm of, like, humanity, whereas flying is just, yeah, it's, it'd it's be true. incredible. And you could fly as high as you want. You could. It is you true, know. but there, I think there are a lot of benefits. To be, I mean, that's, like, 300 kilometers an hour. Yeah. That's really fast. So you could send it. You could definitely send it. Like, you could, <laughs> you could just... But if I only think, this was an ad for Send. I know. Our um, grocery delivery service. But I, it, despite my counter-argument, I'd probably go flying as well. Mm. Like, it'd just be so cool. Yeah, it wasn't, and pretty, like, it wasn't to, pretty bad counter-argument. And to be fair, like, do you even need to run? Like, you got cars. Literally. Like, but you could fly all the time. Yeah. Just, like, chill. Take, yeah. take a date up on the, you know, in the, in the sky. <sighs> yeah. You just go up there for a meditate, like, read your book in the sky. Yeah. Like. Well, maybe we're thinking of levitate. Flying is probably more like, I don't know. I think I'd choose flying as well. Okay. All right, what do you got? Let's wrap it up. Send it home. Last one? Yeah. Would you rather save 100 puppies or one baby? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Can we, can we add the stakes even higher? Okay. You have them each year and you watch them die. All right. Okay. But it's still my question. Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. Oh my goodness, that's tough. Yep. I know. You got to choose. Uh, is head, one choose. human life worth the life of a hundred puppies? What, how much joy could a hundred puppies bring? Yeah, but one human life, man. I kind of want to go human. Yeah? Like kill the human. Kill the human. I kind of want to go kill the human because my logic is I got a baby. It's like they don't know. They haven't even, they're not consciously aware of anything yet. Yeah. So it's kind of like they're just gone. Yeah. Like we wouldn't know if we were killed at birth. Or but that baby, baby could be, you know, they could cure cancer. They could save the world. They could. It's know. always a, a dangerous argument to fall into. Yeah. They could be the next Putin. They could. And your logic. Well, they could just, and they're most likely will just be an everyday person. Answer the question, Byron. Yeah. I say about baby. You kill the baby? Yeah. You're a baby killer? Baby killer. <laughs> I choose hundred puppies and I'll take a few of them. Yeah. Fair but enough. What do you choose? I kill the puppies, I think. Yeah. Oh dear. All right. That's it. That's I, it. I, I enjoyed the roller coaster of the episode. You know, we get into the meat, mm. have some of the the cream, yeah. the lightheartedness. I think the jokes were terrible, though. I think I enjoyed them. Yeah. Like, I think they're terrible, but that's they're the point. They're definitely getting worse, no, but, but that's I guess the point. that's the point. I had fun. Yeah. I feel like listeners might enjoy it as well. And we do, we smash them out. It's like Is a this two, episode 10? Yeah, episode 10. Double digits. Give, double double digits. Nice. This All right, guys. a lot of work. What? This podcast is a lot of work. Yeah. Considering how much else we've got on. True, so like, true. Yeah, you guys should be fucking grateful. Yeah. Like, You're welcome. I mean, we, we dedicate a whole day a week, which doesn't sound like that much, but like, yeah. it is a lot considering before we weren't do, doing it. Right. It's an extra day a week we now don't have. Yeah. But we love to do it. We love to and do we it. love to tell you guys stories. Um, all leave right, guys. reviews, Spotify, yeah. of course. Give us the stars. Remember, we agreed last episode, if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, screenshot that review, yeah. send it to Byron Pace or someone on Instagram. Yeah. Pace will send you a little song, a little custom song. song. Make a little custom song um, for you, or just you know leave a rating on Spotify. That means a lot to us. Yeah. We obviously appreciate you guys as listeners, especially if you're now thirty minutes into the podcast. Like, right. yeah, 
you guys are the highest quality people that we're trying to aim for. Yeah. You guys are our fucking people. You yeah. guys are fam. Uh, giveaway coming up March. March giveaway. Yep. March giveaway. March giveaway. We're actually waiting for it to be delivered. There's way, there's all sorts of like problems with the post in Australia at the moment. Yeah. But yeah. Australia's flooded. But um, yeah. Thanks for listening. See you on episode 11. Much love.